Welcome. This is Gary Rogowski for the Northwest Woodworking Studio. Welcome to our podcast. Today's topic, drilled and screwed. One would think that drilling a box together is a fairly simple, rudimentary skill. A skill most any lunkhead in the shop could do. Try screwing a box together. Now, the skilled of you will listen and shrug and say, well, that's nothing. This is, this is nothing. This is really this is easy to do. And truly, in the lexicon of things that, that one can do at the bench, it, it's, it's not much. It's, it's pretty simple. And yet, think about the things you have to consider before you go to work to make it go smoothly. Think about it. You need the box materials. They have to be cut properly to size. They need to be square. It would be nice, square cuts. Angled or not, across the, the end of a piece, they do need to be square to help you line things up. You need to be able to hold them in place while you work on them. Are there joints holding them close? What I mean by that is, are there joints that you can use to help register the pieces close together, like a rabbit joint or a double rabbit joint, a dado, something that you can use to hold things together do you need to clamp these pieces together? Do you have the clamps? Are they long enough? Do they hold properly? Or are you using your knees, your elbows, your feet as clamps while you hover over the box and search for that drill? And what do I do with less screws? And I've got the wrong driver in. How large is the piece? Have you started it on the floor? Or is it high up on your bench and now too large to take off? Is the bench, your floor, your sawhorses flat and true so the box goes together well? Mm, all these things. You need your drill, the box of screws. Is it cordless? We presume, but you may need a cord for it. You need a box of screws, the right ones this time, the right length, long enough, uh, the right head, not too big for the countersink, uh, round head, flat head, square drive, Phillips, square drive one, two, a countersink bit, or are you drilling for the head? Or you're just going to bury them into the surface. Except they don't quite bury into the surface because you didn't bring your impact drill with you. So now I need a countersink. Or do you pre-drill? Are you a pilot hole kind of person? Or do you just go for it? You say, I'm, I'm not going to split this out. And then you try and run screws into the edge of MDF and watch that stuff explode on you. You hope that you don't split the wood. Or you hope that the screw doesn't go its own way, a three-inch screw ending up on the inside of the box rather than screwed into the edge properly. And if you use those abominable wood screws, you absolutely have to pre-drill for that awful shank at the end of the screw, and that gets in the way. So do you have all the bits? Do you lube the screws? Do you have uh, some beeswax or candle you can run the threads against so that things will go in more easily? Are you running steel screws before you run your brass screws? Where's your drill? Where's the drill bits? Where are the screws? Or are you going to use? Some, or are you just going to put them in with the screwdriver? You could do that. You and your tennis elbow could put the, the screws in. That stuff hurts. <laughs> okay, I believe I'm ready to start messing this job up. And truly, first time out, I haven't built a box in weeks, months, maybe. I haven't built a box. I've been doing other things, or I've not been screwing boxes together. And I'm about to launch into this, and it's not as simple as you think. And at the same time, it's a very simple job. It's a very simple job. 
And what is the greatest truth of this whole exercise is that you will know how simple it is the second time you do it. First time is not simple. Now when you add in your expectations, your skill, your tooling, your frustration level, your patience, your ability to recollect yourself when you do screw up, which is inevitable, then it becomes something very different. It becomes not just a box, it becomes a challenge to yourself. How to build this thing? I want it to go simply, smoothly. This box becomes a symbol of how you live your life. My goodness, this is becoming monumental. I am overstating this completely. I'm completely overstating this. Or am I understating it? Because the simple act of making something is in itself an enormous undertaking. We put ourselves on the line. We show to the world, look, this is what I can do. And if it's not your best effort, if it is less than your standard of quality, it makes it very difficult to show others. It makes it very difficult to say, ah, look what I've done today. So I don't know that I'm overstating it. This act of making something requires courage, the ability to put yourself out there and to be judged. It requires stamina to work this project all the way to its end. It certainly requires patience. You have to slow down when you're in a hurry. And above all, I think it requires that quality of forgiveness because the first time through it, you haven't done it in a long time or you've never done it, you will either botch it up completely, struggle with making it go well, and possibly walk away from it in frustration, throw it away. This happens. Not to me, personally. I've never had a frustrating moment in the shop. What a liar. My goodness. It's work. It is work. It's just a simple box. How hard can it be, you're asking yourself, and yourself says, it's not that hard. You've done this before. But you have to relearn these skills, it seems, every single time. And so... It brings up all these issues. It's not easy being you, is it? It's not so easy making one stupid mistake after another. When you'd like it all to go so smoothly, have that flow that we know about. So how do we manage our expectations? That's the key. How do we manage to think that what we build is actually what will get built? So let's begin again. You're building a box. We're going to start with a design. It is stolen from somewhere. Um, or it has certain aspects of your own create, creative mind. And uh, that's terrific. Um, so we have a design. We know what we're doing. We know what the box is going to do. It's going to have flush corners. It's going to have uh, an inset. There's going to be a dado of, you know, set in two inches from the end. Uh, whatever it is. So it, it has some interests. So it has something. You're putting all this time into it. You might as well make it special in some way. I mean, unless it's just a utility box. But let's make it something nice. Something that will catch the eye. Do something to it a little bit unusual. Perhaps you could mark out for the screws in an unusual pattern. Give it something for the viewer, the partaker of this box to stop and say, Oh, this was, this was done by hand. This wasn't just done by some... Loud on a machine. It was done by a loud by hand. <laughs> oh, forgive me. I I think um, I don't know where I read this, but it was it was some quote about uh, how the 
the chef and the furniture maker suffer the uh, arrogance of the patrons they have to work for. Um, because people look at our work and say, oh, well, that's simple. It's just, you know, I would do this myself, but. And then you launch into this simple project and realize again how trying it is. Not physically. It's the, it's the setbacks that are the difficult part of this. So, did you mark out for your screws? Now, we can line out the screw position, and this should be simple, but what is the pattern? You have no pattern? Have you no sense of decency? Pattern is what our eye lives for. Pattern is what thrills and delights our eyes. Pattern is what makes living possible as we recognize shapes, as we see the negative space, as we spy an opening. It gives us life and rhythm. It's essential, I think, to our, to our being, this pattern, a pattern of a tree, the pattern of cloth, the pattern of snow on the ground. These are things that have value to us. We say, oh, I don't, I'm not interested in pattern. Absolutely you are. You just may not be aware of it. Oh, I like things simple. I'm a modernist. I want things simple. Well, I, I'm not going to say that that betokens a limited intelligence, but um, there is something to pattern, I think, that uh, draws us in. And it is, it is essential. And so a stark line needs to be broken up somewhere along its path to give it some interest, to make a stop and say, ah, this is worth considering. So, back to our screws. We need a pattern for these screws. And what is the pattern that we choose? The box is, say, 24 inches tall, 2 feet tall. And we can put a screw at the end, oh, half inch in from the corner. Quarter inch in from the corner. Right on the corner. Well, if it's solid wood, you put that screw in. Sometimes you push out that short grain. You've drilled a countersink hole, and there's a little bit of wood left before the edge of the box. An eighth of an inch, maybe. And then your screw goes in a little bit crooked, and the head pushes out on that little chunk of wood and blows it right out. Oh, goody. <laughs> How many times? Even plywood. You put in plywood on a back, and you, you've only got a 3 ace rabbit, and you're screwing that, that back onto your, your cabinet, and you run a 3 ace countersink hole, and every screw head is pushing out that little chunk of plywood. It looks like crap. So you decide, well, let's move this over. Let's make an adjustment. We want it to be close, but not too close. We'll set it maybe three-quarters of an inch away from the end then. Fine. So do we step off the distance for another five or seven screws? So we've got two at each end. Do we, we do want an odd number, don't we? I mean, odd numbers are, well, they're delightful. Odd numbers give us a maypole to dance around. Odd numbers... Give us a center, a center point, something that anchors us. And away we go around this center, around this nexus. We radiate out from it. It gives us our core, our foundation. There is something in the center to hold us. Odd numbers. They're essential. No, that's just me. So, what is our pattern? How many screws? How many holes? What is their spacing? Is the spacing regular or is it irregular? Um... Keith, some years ago in the Mastery Program, uh, did a beautiful box and uh, did a series of uh, dots and lines across the front of this box done in the Fibonacci series. 
So 1 plus 1 equals 2, 2 plus 1 equals 3, 3 plus 2 equals 5, so on and so forth, across the front of this box. Just a very, very subtle pattern across the front. So 1 was a little bit bigger. And this turns out to be, of course, the golden mean. What is the pattern that we, that we search for? There is no one right way. There is no one right answer, but consider as you build the things, and this is particularly true for me around the shop, the things that I touch every day, boy, it's nice when I've put some time into them and consideration. Boy, it's nice when I can say, oh, yeah, I built that right. That looks good. Rather than, oh, there's another crappy piece. I just nailed that together, and it's, you know, it's still together. It's still here. I got that old toolbox. It's still around. I mean, I treasure that toolbox, but it's nothing to write home about in terms of construction. And so when you spend that time and you do a good job and you take that extra moment to uh, space out your screws, that extra time to plan the design, that extra time to uh, decide about... uh, screwing or plugging the screws and if you plug the screws oh my goodness we've just opened up another box so we're drilling our holes and we've drilled a 3 8 hole and and now we're going to plug them what do we plug them with well you go and get some 3 8 dowel rod and the first thing you realize is that it's not round and you say what the heck is going on with these guys they can't make round dowel well they can it's just that it's sat in the you know lumberyard or home store for so long that it changed shape. So dowel rod, you know, has growth rings across it, and they move more in one direction than they do in the other. And so they end up being oval. They go oval over time. That's just what they do. I used to go to the lumberyard looking for a round dowel. I never found it. I thought, these guys are idiots. Nah, it was me. So now I get my round dowel, if that's really what I want to use, and I want to see end grain, because that's what you're going to see is end grain when you cut off the dowel and put it in the hole, and end grain soaks up more finish, so it will be darker, and that can be great. When I decide to use dowel, then I push it through a dowel plate. Lee Nielsen makes a nice one. I've made my own just drilling through an old uh, plane iron, and you push it through. I run mine in a vise to push them through it so much easier than hammering them through and, and gives a, a cleaner line. Maybe it's just compressing. I hope that it's cutting them. But in, in any event, the dowel fits now. Now, you can also make long grain plugs. There are plug cutters that you can mount in your drill press and cut these plugs. And they're great. Um, but if they're not tapered, odds are they're not going to fit too well either. They have to match perfectly. And so you go out and buy a tapered plug cutter. Now you can do a whole series of them. Mark which is the smaller side before you start putting them in. And then you can put in these long grain plugs, which can almost disappear in the wood, uh, depending on how well you uh, match color and grain. Sometimes you use them for contrast. Uh, I was a young woodworker, and I was building a piece, a small table, out of cherry. And cherry, when it's black cherry, uh, when it's young, when it's new, is sort of salmon pink in color. It's very light red in color. And um, so I used some dark, deep red mahogany. What contrast, what beauty, (laughs) what an idiot again, because in a year's time, they both look the same. 
And I'm convinced that there's a certain, it's maybe a trick of the eye, but you take two woods and you set them next to each other, and it's like a dog and, and his master. They start to look like each other after a while. So this mahogany and this cherry are almost indistinguishable, unless I point them out to you. Uh, it's, it's surprising how much alike they look. Learn something else. Learn something else. So you've got your plugs. You've got the, the uh, dowel rod, whatever you decide to use to uh, plug these holes up. Now you've got to clean up this, this plug. If you're using long grain plugs, you can just take a block plane to them. Which way is the grain running? <laughs> I forgot to mark which way the grain is running. And I'm putting it into a plywood veneer uh, box. And if I hit the plywood with my uh, block plane, I'm sure to tear it out. I'm sure to tear it out. So you've got it. Sort of give yourself a little extra and maybe just go at a 45-degree angle to the grain. Take a couple passes. Did it tear out? Oh, okay, it did. Turn around the other way. Go the other way. Sometimes the safest method is to just go cross-grain with a chisel. Push down on it, bevel side up. Push down on that chisel and just slice as carefully as you can. And then <laughs> when it tears out below the surface, figure out a way to get the plug out. This has happened so many times. It's a simple job. Just build a box. Plug the screws. It's a simple job. How long could it take? Oh, my goodness gracious. Sometimes it, it takes a lifetime to get to the point where it takes only five minutes. Drilled and screwed, it's not as simple as it looks. And it is just as simple as that. Well, thanks very much for listening in on this talk, this blather of mine. I could go on about this stuff. It's always about us uh, getting some time at the bench, working through the stuff we need to work through, both uh, on the bench and, and in our head. Uh, take care of yourselves. Uh, please check out our website, northwestwoodworking.com, for our list of classes and events and our schedule, the mastery program information. Uh, please check out uh, the work of some of our mastery students now spreading throughout the, the world um, there's some great work out there. Thanks very much for listening. Take care.